Hey there, y'all. Uh, this is... Is that a joke? And welcome. Oof. I got that out of order, but we're sticking with it. <laughs> I'm Chris. I'm Tiff. And today, we we did homework. Um, we, let's say listened to the old New Space Jam soundtracks. Let's say listened, because I believe that's exactly what we did. You did. I'm telling on myself. Oh. I forgot to listen to the old one. But yeah. I listened to it a lot as a kid, and so so many of them came back to me when we like did a little taste test before. Oh, for sure. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about this. How could it not? 1996. The year of Space Jam. <laughs> I made myself laugh. Evidently. I looked at you with such rage. Yeah, yeah, you were furious. I was very mad. Sorry, podcast land. I was very mad. We'll never Sorry. do a video episode, so you'll never see her looks of rage. Oh my god, it is such a go-to reaction when you make me mad just for me to get silent and look at you like, why are you doing this? It's a pretty fair human reaction, I'd say. <laughs> so, I don't want to go in order. That's okay. Because we have to talk about the dumb forced references to the movie Space Jam and that new salt and pepper song. Yeah. Which I thought was a fucking mess. Do you know how excited I was? I was like, oh my god, salt and, salt and pepper's here? Like they told me in the 90s? Yeah. But then it was bad. Yeah, it was not a good song. Especially... Do you know? Okay, no, sorry, you go. <laughs> I, I was just going to say it was not a good song, especially compared to the work on the original Space Jam soundtrack. Where uh, their song, which goes by the name of... <laughs> He's vamping. Upside down. <laughs> parentheses. Round and round. In parentheses. <laughs> and that song is actually quite fun and bouncy. There was like dumb references to Lola Bunny and shit in this one. It's so bad. I mean, just in general, I feel like the whole new legacy soundtrack version of Space Jam has just such a... Such a cold, forced feel to it. <laughs> I mean, really, it's like, some people have said this before, and it truly is the perfect representation of Space Jam in soundtrack form. The first one was just a good soundtrack with some really weird inclusions that happened to be attached to the Space Jam movie. I'll, uh, hear me out. That Bugs Bunny song that I loved as a child, but it's still like, we let him have a whole song? And it's the closer. Yeah, we let him have a whole song? It reminds me of when Jim Carrey as the Grinch did a rap with Busta Rhymes on uh, his version of the Grinch. I'm not doing this. We're not talking about this. I'm moving on. So, okay. I just don't want it. <laughs> I don't remember it. It makes me angry for some reason. Okay. <laughs> but the Lola Bunny references, I was listening to it while I was playing Civ Five the other day. And I was like, hold on. What's happening to me? <laughs> Like, it's bad. You know which one I didn't hate? What's that? That Jonas Brothers song? Really? I didn't hate it. Wow. I didn't say I liked it. Wow. I said I didn't hate it. Wow. There is a difference. Wow. Because we talked the other day when you, when I told you I could only listen to it like two songs at a time, and then I screamed, it's boring. Yes. <laughs> and that song at least, uh, maybe I didn't listen to the words, but... Uh, I don't remember any forced references, and I was like, this, this is okay, and so I didn't hate it. No, you are right that that song <laughs> is an outlier on the soundtrack, in that it is really just a regular Jonas Brothers song. Yes! 
But I just happen to think that Jonas Brothers, especially in the current iteration, suck out loud. So hearing that song reminds me of like sucker and stuff like that. I'm so sorry. I think the people in podcast land need to know hmm? that I only suck very quietly. <laughs> if you want to tell them that. No! Well, too bad. It's not getting edited out. No! I looked at you hoping you would react, and then you didn't, and then you made me feel weird. Well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to do that, but I understand that that's the way you feel. <laughs> and sorry for that half-ass apology. <laughs> okay. But yeah, we're here. We're sucking quietly. <laughs> Thank you. And yeah, that Jonas Brothers song, it really was just like... It was fine. I, I hated it. I thought it was all the worst elements of a Jonas Brothers production. In that See, it was just a Jonas Brothers song, though. So I was like, oh my god, you're not making me go, oh yeah, this song about Space Jam is a jam for space. It's definitely one of the only songs that could stand on its own. Yes. I, I will have to give you that. I, I also wouldn't call it the... What else would you give me? Nothing. Oh, I also wasn't, wouldn't call it the worst song on the soundtrack. Oh my god, which one's your worst? Um, looking at it now... I'm also pulling up the new one. You know, not even in terms of, like, truly bad, like, I could pick a different song, but I think I'm gonna go with Joyner Lucas's Shoot My Shot. Yes. If just for being probably the most boring song on there. Like, there is a really... real, A a really... A bunch of lame instrumentals for these. (laughs) All these beats are... Limp, so... flaccid, <laughs> uninteresting. The closest song, and I've read a couple reviews, and the only song anyone seems to like is the opening song with Lil Baby and Kirk Franklin. That's so funny. We win. I was so bored. That song grew on me after I listened to the whole soundtrack because I was when I first listened <laughs> to it, I was just like, "This is." It, it feels kind of mediocre, honestly. It's like, just not how you start. Okay. I like the the kind of. I, I like the idea of uh, implementing that choir that's singing in the back mm-hmm. with the whole win. And I will say this, and I have to, I want to acknowledge it because I love progress and I love people who get better. Little Baby is objectively a much better rapper than he was like even a year or two ago. He has like evolved in a way where now he's getting closer and closer to where you can say that's a Little Baby verse. As opposed where you would be like, is that a Young Thug or a Gunnaverse or a any other rapper in the top 100-verse? So, and plus, uh, so yeah, Lil Baby definitely kind of... You are going between Little and Lil, and it's fucking me up. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> genuinely fucking me up. No, okay. So, my one big problem, which is still a problem, is I don't feel like there's a song... That hits me the way that OG Space Jam, Space Jam song hits me. I mean, yeah, this thing is like every, it's really hard to listen to the soundtrack because it's just so homogenous and it's so samey sounding. Yes. And that was my problem, especially when I first started it. And I was like, oh my God, this is so boring. Was nothing made me go, oh, baby. Like, I didn't do that. Yeah. It feels like all these instrumentals are like bare bones stuff that like, I don't know. It feels like they should be like the building blocks of a song, but not the finished product. Felt like every song needed at least, like, way more work on the production, way more stuff going into it, significantly less references to the movies, because, yeah. And the weird thing is... They were so forced in. And the thing is, I actually like when movie soundtracks reference the movie they're from. Oh, yeah! But in this case, you know, and honestly, I think they were just kind of fighting an uphill battle, 
<laughs> because it was also attached to a new Space Jam movie. And I think we've talked about this off podcast before. Ooh, but off I th- the pod. Yeah. <laughs> but I think a big reason the first soundtrack is so good and so well-remembered is that a good chunk of those songs were kind of already just singles that were not related to Space Jam. Or you were like me and your mom would play the song Space Jam in the morning before fourth grade, and it still really makes you feel like you're gonna you're gonna miss the bus. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, like, since they were like singles, like that a lot of those songs would come fully formed and already like, you know, ready, more or less. You have your stuff like uh the opening track, Seals Fly Like an Eagle, you know? Of course. Which is uh, it's fine. It's a really good start to the soundtrack. Yes. And it's got it's an iconic point in the movie. So Ugh, there were two that made me yell out loud when we were looking at them from the old soundtrack. Yeah, I have to find them. So vamp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fly like an eagle. That's definitely like the start strongest way to start off your original Space Jam soundtrack. And since I'm pretty sure it was not a song associated with Space Jam beforehand, it's just more or less here's a cool seal song for all you seal fans out there. <laughs> and for all twelve of them, I bet they were thrilled. And plus, you know, Fly Like an Eagle, it actually, (laughs) you know, it's similar to what the movie's about without Seal just being like, fly like Michael Jordan to the hoops, put that basketball in the hoops and score the points, you know it's Michael Jordan. I want that one. That's the one I want. I want that one. That one, please. Serve it up. Well... (laughs) <laughs> Copyright and uh, the legal teams at Warner Brothers will make that a bit of an uphill battle. Oh, yeah. Monica's For Free You, I Will yeah. made me yell out loud because I fucking loved that song as a whole. And then remembering it was also like in Space Jam made me go like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was like just a, a well-known R&B song that was just on the Space Jam soundtrack. You're a well-known R&B song. Thank you? Fuck. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like... <laughs> You know what? You're an obscure R&B song. Thank you. Fuck. <laughs> you should just say something like, you're a Robin Thicke R&B song. I w- hey, hey, I love you too much for that. Well, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> that. one that. was genuine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and the weird thing is, the original Space Jam soundtrack, with all its song, it's like 15 to 20 minutes longer than the new soundtrack. Yeah. And you know, the original soundtrack, you listen to it front to back, it's not all like quote-unquote bangers like it's actually no. got quite a bit of sly i feel like mellow it's not r&b you know all it's also not like a perfect album like from my little taste it wasn't the most like cohesive vibe or anything but also ooh boy some of those songs hit me so hard so good it also has two r kelly appearances which in 1996 it was, makes sense was the last time we would say yes more r kelly mm-hmm. this is what we want no i think we still were at the beginning of the 2000s I mean, probably. But I'm it's, just saying. It's one of those things that degrades over time. Yeah, I just was black in the early 2000s. Yeah. And a lot of people, for some reason, that you know what? I don't want to talk about R. Kelly. We can't do so, this. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, and despite being longer, the and despite being longer and having more R&B songs than, like, genuine yeah. bops, the new Space Jam feels significantly slower and much less energetic, even though it's mostly made of quote unquote high energy songs. But you they're know? just so boring. Yeah, I was gonna say, and and uh, it's especially sad because you see a lot of. Uh, I get the feeling that for all the artists involved, this was a bit of a phoned in project because how easy would it be 
for promotion of both the soundtrack and the movie to have your artists like any of these guys who are on the song, Chance the Rapper, Little Uzi Vert, the boys at Brockhampton, how easy would it be to have them come up and, and on like their social media and be like, oh my god, I got to work on the new Space Jam. I grew up with that movie, you know? Oh my god, the Chance the Rapper, John Legend song. There is more than one appearance from John Legend. Which is and, too much. No, hear me out. This is a sentence I never thought I would say, because anyone who's ever met me knows I always say John Legend. He's so boring. Yeah. He was a breath of fresh air for me on this album. (laughs) I was like, oh my god, my friend John Legend is here? And I never talk about him that way. (laughs) And that's funny, because I would definitely give his single, uh, or his uh, solo track, Crowd Go Crazy, my honorable runner-up for worst song in the album, because Christ Almighty, I hated it. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, man. By the time I got there, I was like, oh, my friend, I'm okay here. I'm safe. No one's gonna say anything weird to me here. Me and John go back. (laughs) Yeah. And this is definitely modern John Legend. Yes. This is the man who wrote all of me. This is not the John Legend (laughs) who wrote... This is not Ordinary People John Legend. Yeah, no. This is... That was my John Legend. I loved Ordinary people that was the only good john legend he is just his career <laughs> quality wise because obviously he still sells and he still does yeah. concerts but in terms of quality it's been a downhill slide ever since do you okay um so when ordinary people was a single yeah the radio station was giving away tickets to see him live around my birthday and i called and i called and then they gave away the last ones and it was not for me and i was in a car and i cried (laughs) and i was like i will never see john legend and guess what i still have not but now i am okay with that yeah (laughs) yeah now it's more like you know i've never seen john legend but like at the time it was like nothing's for me It's my birthday and nothing's for me. (laughs) Yeah. I imagine you were probably a a child around this time. Teen. Teen. I think early teen. That sounds about right. I didn't come in to do... I did some mild research, but not nearly enough to say anything definitively in terms of behind the scenes info. I found an interview with uh, a person by the name of Morgan Rhodes, who apparently was in charge of actually curating this soundtrack and making it and gathering all the artists and... Unfortunately, that interview was not very enlightening because they basically just said a lot of generic padlum. Like, hey, it's like we're the old generation of Space Jam. We're going to we're going to turn it over to the new generation. We're going to get young people, but we're going to throw in a couple of those old heads like salt and pepper on here. Just really more corporate speak than any kind of passion for the project, you know. So was the word synergy used at all? It really should have been. (laughs) That was definitely like the kind of vibe that I just get from this general project overall. Was it like, you know, when we were putting together the art and the music for this album, we just wanted to make sure the music synergized with the synergy in the room, you know? Mm. Like, we wanted to make sure the vibes were synergizing together Mm. with your energies Mm. so that they would be synergies. Mm. (laughs) No. Did you like my corporate speak? I did very okay. <laughs> yeah. You took about three corporate words and then repeated them a lot, which... There was a lot of hand movements. That's Yes, there was, Tiffany. <laughs> and uh, I will I'll remind you again that our friends over in podcast land have no way to see that. I feel like, hear me out. I will, yes. You're underestimating them. They can hear it in my tone because I'm usually talking with my hands. If I'm not talking with my hands, I'm very like, oh... 
Yeah, okay. But when I'm like, oh, it's because I'm talking with my hands. And now they know. No. All right, so Aww. I think we should maybe do a... You asked me about, like, my favorite and worst, and uh, <coughs> let's see. For the new Space Jam. Everybody get up, your, it's time to slam now. Your We're favorite... We're real ram going okay. down. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> you need... Because you I need, was looking for it. Oh, yeah, but thank you. Uh, I know your favorite song was Mercy by Jonas Brothers on the new Space Jam. No, I said I liked it. Your favorite song, your favorite Jonas Brothers song, your favorite high school musical song. You get to tell me to stop, but this is okay? You can tell me to stop. I don't like this. (laughs) That's fair. But what was your favorite song, would you say, from the new soundtrack, let's say? I have to find it. Yeah, no problem. Tell Uh, me yours first. Absolutely. So, mine's first. Uh, (laughs) I think I'm going to go with... Going Looney by Big Fridia. It was a weird song, uh, and I looked this up, and the person behind the song Big Fridia was known for introducing a whole new style of hip-hop called Bounce. And the lyrics on there are, like, incredibly simple. It's mostly a lot of Looney Tunes references, but honestly, at at that point in the soundtrack, I was like, fine, I like the Looney Tunes. And the beat had, like, the tiniest glimmer of, like, life behind it so that one was probably my favorite with a very very reluctant second position to we will win simply because listening to it again it's like yeah we will win is the only song that comes close to like having a personality a theme some sort of guiding principle as opposed to just needs to be on the space jam soundtrack and uh, as far as worst There's some bad ones on here. Most disappointing definitely goes to MVP by Brock Hampton because you got some opinions on MVP by Brock Hampton. I'm really bad that you took my favorite, my worst. I mean, what's your word? What we should I worst? don't like that song. I was so fucking pumped for Brock Hampton. I was like, them my boys. Yeah. Nah, dog. <laughs> Sounds like a demo they sent in. Yeah. Like I said, like most of the <laughs> album in general, very sparse instrumentation and not in an interesting way. More in a this could have used more kind of way. Yeah, that, that one was a severe letdown for me. But I wouldn't call it the worst only because there's still like a competency to the performances of the, the men in Brockhampton. I believe it was Kevin Abstract and Matt Champion. Of course, we will never know unless you look on Genius, which we won't. But as far as actual worse, mm, I'll probably go with the John uh, the John Legend one. It's so funny because I picked that as my best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that. I was like, oh my god, my friend, my friend John is here. I love him so much. Thank you for keeping me safe. Yeah, I have no love for John Legend. Except I normally for, don't. For that one song from the Django and Chain soundtrack. That one for some reason slapped. <laughs> one day we will tell them about our experience seeing that movie together. <laughs> Maybe. So... That is a... Do you have a worst? Yeah, I told you. MVP? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one makes sense. Yeah. I'm a big Brock I Hampton fan. I wanted so much from them, and they gave me nothing. No, you know what? I'm going to change it. Okay. Which one are you thinking now? Still here for that John Legend song. John Legend, my friend, I love him. Fuck you, Salt and Pepper. What the fuck was that? I, I wanted better from you. Yeah, the Salt and Pepper song, uh, Hoops. <laughs> Featuring Salt and Pepper, to be clear. It yes. Is, it is a... Sweetie song. Yeah, didn't like it. Cashed off. No, it's terrible. It was, uh, (laughs) this album, like, really, it front loads you with, like, some of the most abrasively bad stuff, then it gets into the really boring stuff, which is, (laughs) I mean, 
I'm no musicologist, but like I wouldn't make an album like that. I went to musicology school. Did you? It's like cosmopology school, but you learn how to give haircuts to songs. You want to stick with that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, in that case, I think we should move over to slightly happier topics and talk about our favorites from the original Space Jam soundtrack. I have a, a clear number one favorite. and uh, What is? That clear number one favorite is, of course, Hit 'em High, the Monstars anthem. It's so good. Featuring Be Real, Coolio, Method Man, L.A. Cool J., and I'm sorry, Busta Rhymes. L.A. Cool J? I'll say the names again. Okay. <laughs> B-Boy Rock. Cool Daddy. Methodolio. I hate that I did this. <laughs> L.A. Cool May. I hate that I did this. And Busta Rhymes. Yo, I'm so sorry. Why was Busta Rhymes the same? Because the man's a legend, Tiffany. <laughs> I will not have you disrespecting but Busta no. Rhymes on this <laughs> podcast of mine. You know Los Angeles Cool J? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, the funny thing is, I actually, for the longest time... See, when I grew up, I was not privy to some of his earlier work. Mm-hmm. So I just grew up and assumed, like, okay, so, I like, Cool J, he's like, he's kind of a lame dude. <laughs> he's like a lame dude we all kind of like, because, no. from the past. But no, it's he, Ladies love him! Yeah, yeah, he was like one of the original Thugs Need Love 2 singers. Oh, my And God. I will say, I really enjoy his performance in uh, the song, Hit Him Up. Oh. In fact, I I would have said he was my favorite if he was not immediately followed by Buster Rhymes. Because how are you going to top Buster Rhymes? The man is just a presence on any song, and the fact that that song it's also nothing but empty references to Space Jam. But <laughs> ugh, there's just such a vibe to it, and also all the rappers on hand, not just LL and Busta, but all of them on hand, just are fun. It's just a fun song more than anything. It's it's the bare minimum of what a made-for-movie soundtrack song should be, I think. That's my favorite. How about you? Oh, boy. I think I have to pick that Monica song. Yeah. I love it so much. For you, I will. It's so good. It's so smooth. If it were a beverage, it would feel nice and refreshing. It's so good. <laughs> it is quite good. Uh, as far as worst from the soundtrack oh, though boy. an easy one would just be to say the r kelly songs for political and it just sociological be. reasons but that's too easy it is too easy and plus i believe i can fly it's it's got some staying power as a ballad you know it's so uh like we all know the times like oh what a time that was yeah that song just hits you right in the times I will say the second R. Kelly song, though, All My Days, featuring Changing Faces and Hova, also known as Jay-Z, yeah. didn't really leave much of an impression on me. Kind of struck me as just a decent R&B song. Certainly not bad at all. But yeah. So that's why, of course, the worst has to go to Buggin' by Bugs Bunny, which, according to YouTube comments, was a song written by Jay-Z. That's why I've never liked him. Yeah. I mean, that's not why. I've just actually never liked him. Correct. <laughs> But yeah, it's a... What? You you, you thought you had to tell me I was right about my opinion? <laughs> no, that was just me affirming that I agree with you. Oh, I don't know what that was, that's all. Okay. But yeah, no, that's... Yeah, you've always had your vendetta against Hova. And I've also never really liked him that much, so... Uh, I pretty much like Watch the Throne, and... I, I guess I like 444. I mean, it's a companion album. You can't listen to it without Lemonade. But I like it. It's fine. He says, I'm sorry I called those ladies hoes. 
a little late in his career, some would say, <laughs> but he apologized. I didn't listen to it because I didn't listen to Lemonade. Yeah. So, uh, but Buggin. It's rap- the worst. It is the worst. Buggin featuring Bugs Bunny. It's a, just a dumb concept. It's Bugs Bunny rapping. It is the music form of those old t-shirts where they used to dress up the Looney Tunes in ridiculously, offensively, stereotypical ghetto looks. And I need to say ghetto like that because that is a quote-unquote ghetto. That was the kind of shirts they used to sell like Walmart and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that song basically reminds me of that fashion trend. Yeah. The thug Looney Tunes. Looney Tunes? Yeah. <laughs> I tried. You did. I bailed midway through. And that's but okay. I, tried. I don't think any less of you for it. He's shaking his head a lot and it makes me think he might think less of me for it. No, I'll tell you on uh, on air if I think less of you for a statement <laughs> you've made. That's true. Today I do not, because you have made no statements I think should at all be watered down. Okay. Okay. Uh, I will say, another song, it's not really like a super memorable song, but I do like the cover of That's the Way I Like It by the Spin Doctors and Biz Marquis. If just nothing for the fact that, you know, Biz Marquis just always sounds like he's having the most fun. <sighs> and I miss time. him. Yeah. Biz Marquis was just a fun dude who made songs sound fun. You know? You? You've got what I need. Oh, baby. Yeah. You. You. That's Soldier Boy. I was going to say, <laughs> how has no one done a song where it's like, oh, baby, you. <laughs> it's like, nah, man, that's the wrong one. <laughs> well, that's, you know, Soldier Boy invented the way to say you. We didn't say it before Soldier Boy. Nope. We were like, <laughs> mm, those people. <laughs> Oh, those people. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm going to go crawl in corner. <laughs> also, another thing that really bothered me in the new soundtrack was not only the references, but the way a couple songs tried to sample old songs both from the original movie yes. and also old songs just from the time. Because I believe there was... Oh, my God. Little, Thank you. Yeah, Little Uzi Vert's Pump Up the Jam is, of course, a sample of Pump Up the Jam. And, I, boy... Yes. That was a bad mixture. And I like a little Uzi Vert. He's not great, but he's I quite good. got so frustrated when I was listening to those, because especially that one, I was just like, if I wanted to listen to that song, I would have just listened to that song. I'm not here for your garbage. Yeah. Yeah, it was a really weak sample of it, too. Yeah. And also, at some point, there was a song in there that sampled uh, Let the Boys Be Boys. Yes, there was. And... I forgot that that kind of song existed, so I thought they were saying, like, let the boys be boys in, like, a predatory sense. And I was like, really? In 2021? But then I realized, oh, right, slam. Let the boys be boys! And then I was like, oh, no, it, it's not crude and offensive. It's just a terrible sample it's again. It's bad. Because, yeah, it sucks all the life out of that sample. <laughs> there is maybe a handful of songs on here I would describe as, I would describe as having, like, a pulse or momentum also last song for some reason it ends much like the original soundtrack pretty weak yes with a slow ballad by anthony ramos who is mostly known as a broadway actor who starred in such shows as hamilton and the movie version of in the heights yeah incredibly talented seeker yeah very good actor really into him super boring song yes couldn't take it didn't want it that's yeah. why I didn't even mention it in my songs. I went, oh man. 
it really is the saddest part of the soundtrack when artists you like are just unengaged. Because he's got other songs that I love, mm-hmm. and so I was just like, no, yeah, my friend. <laughs> I would say this is an album where no one came out looking good, but it's but such me, right? Yes, I look good on this album. Oh, for sure. You know, Space Jam is a um... okay. This is where I tell you. You know Space Jam's about my life, right? All right, and that's going to be it for our episode today. <laughs> Thank you very much. Follow us on social media. If we have any, we might not. That's I think none we're of planning your to maybe get one. We are. I don't know why I was rambling like why that. Why are you being mean to them? Chris, apologize to them. Fuck you, podcast land. What? No! <laughs> Is that our first F-bomb on the show? It can't be. I love fucks. Bye. Well, at least it's our... Yeah, you know what? Bye. Bye. <laughs> not too... It happens. Oh boy. Was the word synergy?